previously on the Fantastic Worlds podcast. Okay, last thing about the Jess as, as a giant woman with, with Manette is that we're one step closer to having a living Voltron. <gasps> Abraxas on one shoulder, shooting out <laughs> magic. Yes. Pippa on the other shoulder, shooting out magic. There needs to be a, a baby Bjorn for Bionni on her chest, and then Bionni's just blasting at the same time. <laughs> Abra- Abraxas, a reflection catches your eye, and you notice veins of minerals that run through exposed rock. Something that is you're not used to seeing in Galarian as most exposed raw materials have long since been mined away. Well, let's, um, practice, practice more, um, without the barrel rolls for a little while. You haven't heard anything because he's just been slowly (laughs) sliding closer to the meats and he's just standing over it like an older gentleman with his hands behind his back Uh over the table (laughs) points up. Oh, right there. Uh, oh, don't you hear it singing? Right there. Uh, you are not from our home? Do you mean this planet? Because, no, we we came here in uh, this monstrosity behind me. Are you witches? I would much rather just roll low all the time than roll oh, a lot of crit. I absolutely agree, but Goddess of Crit Fails has a certain ring to it, so it I'm just, does. you know, I'm hyperbolizing and embracing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say that, Jess, but I just finished, a, I finished episode, editing episode nine of Far Beyond the Stars, in which Abby rolled her second one for our In the Drift Travel. Uh, yeah, you making know. Making our ship, our, ship, our ship travel so short and fast and quick. I mean, that's not a crit fail though. That's not with a D twenty. It doesn't. Count. I mean, it's a crit. It's a GM <laughs> crit fail. <laughs> no, I mean it, that was only disappointing like one time. Like any other time, it's it's a very neutral. However long it takes you to get through the drift, like it was only it was only a failure like the one time that it was supposed to take you a minute to get somewhere. Mm. Any other time, you're not on a timetable. It doesn't fucking matter, but. <laughs> Based off yeah. of your experience in <laughs> Pathfinder, what would you be the deity of? It's like, not what you would you like to be, but what are you? What am I? <laughs> what am I? Real talk. I am. I'm the patron saint of lip smacks and people who are having a sort of mediocre day. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a terrible day, nor is it an amazing one. You accomplish 50% of what you set out to do that day, but you had hopes for more and you didn't get there, which makes us kind of a meh sort of existence. And that's, uh, <laughs> those are my people. I always forget you like at start later than all of us. I'm like, you're on a different timetable. So I was like, what does she mean day? Like, it's only like, <laughs> it's morning. What have you done? What? Almost two o'clock. <laughs> oh, I mean, I just mean like in general, not even, not oh, okay. even, not even this day. I mean, all days for all time. I'm the patron saint of people who are kind of sort of succeeding at life, but not really. And they, they, they'd really, they sure would like to be doing better. And that's, that's who I'm in charge of. <laughs> I know, I know what I'm the patron saint of. I'm the patron saint of somehow simultaneously being thoroughly well, well prepared, yet not prepared at all. Other, otherwise known as ADHD. But, you know. Yeah. I was going to say the Schrodinger's patron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you, Angel? Probably of accelerated aggro. I can go from super pleasant to uh, F everything in... seconds and it could just be anything i don't know i can't find a fork uh yeah you know what take take your pick 
Just instant, <laughs> instant. Be like, tra la 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 la. What's over here? Ah, oh, that's it. Everything sucks. Die, everyone. Kind of the like, god of disproportionate responses. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's better. <laughs> oh, that sounds it. way nice. <laughs> Why is this door unlocked? I'm going to burn the house down. That's the easiest solution. You know what? I like that. You know what? I'll go with that one. Cool. Put it on a slap it on a shirt. <gasps> we should go. Okay, if we ever go to a con physically in person, we should all have our our deity shirts on. Holy shit! <laughs> Excellent, perfect. Okay, so so far that means we've got we got mediocrity, disproportionate responses, and uh, Schrodinger's patron. <laughs> <laughs> Schrodinger's preparedness. Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's preparedness. <laughs> what about our last two misbegotten oh, gods? I know what mine would be. It's very rude to all of my students I've ever had, but I am the god of feigned interest. Ooh, feigned <laughs> wow. interest is a good one. Yes. There is part of your there job are so many sure. things that teenagers tell you and I have to be interested and excited in. Uh-huh. I just don't like, care. <laughs> I, I, you know, Logan, I will have That's to say fair. that I probably a follower of that guy, given that I do, I, I'm a professional fundraiser, and I get to talk to a lot of donors who care, talk about shit. I, I do not oh my care God, about. I know. <laughs> it's just like it's too much. You just, you just smile, nod, and grin, and you're like, mm. I just see, I just imagine it like I'm in The Sims. And so we're having a conversation, and what I get out of it is just plus to our relationship. A baba da boo, ooh, zappa wow, zula prene, yeah, zula prene. Oh, Scotia, no I can, I know Simlish. So not, I don't act, know actual Simlish, but I've heard so much Simlish in my life that every time someone starts to do fake Simlish and it's slightly wrong, I'm like, that's what I'm the god of. If you do fake Simlish wrong, then I <laughs> am going to correct so specific. you. I do know that Zappa <laughs> Wow is something they thing. say. Yeah. Zappa yeah. Wow? <laughs> wow. Pacrumsa? Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's a real one. <laughs> Is that your name as a deity? Is just Pakramsa? Yeah, oh, that's me. Has to be Simish also. That's no, that's the stupidest shit. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, though, um, Logan. Because no offense to my sister either, but when you have a teenage sister or sibling or just a young sibling, that mm-hmm. is like your whole life is feigning interest in anything because I, you know, you don't want to hurt their feelings and she's 11 yeah. years younger than me so i've i've been like we're a little we're getting a little closer but lately it's she's like super into minecraft and so she was sitting there showing me a bunch of stuff and i was like some of this is interesting and some of this shit i could not i could not possibly care mm-hmm. <laughs> i simply could not but i will mm-hmm. pretend for you um <laughs> my real what is what am i really the god of never ever Ever having enough sleep when you need it. <laughs> oh, the goddess sleep A deprivation. single time in your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. But very mild sleep deprivation. Like, not not an intense kind. You're just always mm-hmm. kind of, you know, a little tired. Not even, because sometimes... It really depends. A lot of times it is extreme sleep deprivation. So it'll be like, I slept for half an hour or something. Oh, or, shit. <laughs> and it's always before something where I should be more awake. And it's always, it's the degree of importance dictates the degree of sleep deprived I will be. And it's not like I'm anxious. It's not like I'm up thinking about anything or my brain is even going. It's like my brain is even pretty silent, but it won't go to sleep. It's on like a fucking empty light. It's like almost sleep paralysis, except I'm not paralyzed, um, which I have experienced sleep paralysis before. And it's, it's it's worse, but the the feeling is very similar where i'm just like my brain is not producing any content but i am still awake i sorry i just made everything way more way less fun uh (laughs) 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 let's move on to the game (laughs) 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 oh no i mean i think 
I think we were all talking about all of the ways in which we can really suck an energy out of the room. So I think that was what we were all <laughs> um, we were all on that train. Mine, <laughs> mine was all about keeping it positive. Except <laughs> keeping it going. Except Logan, I, then. With this, the only well, with a sinister, with not a sinister, a dark undertone of being like, yes. I am not actually interested. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you don't know it. And I'm keeping the vibe vibing. <laughs> That could be our Voltron combined attack is like the energy suck. We, all, we form our Voltron form. We're like, oh, yeah. Negative energy stored. Drawn. Like, while we ask polite yeah. questions. Yes. Oh, so when did you get into that negative energy? Wow, I'm just so convinced we're all the the negative energy vampire or the energy vampire from what we do in the shadows. We're just mm-hmm. oh, yes, that's our Voltron form. That's our Voltron form. <laughs> form of negative vampire. So where we last left you, amazing. Yes, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Clean segue. <laughs> that's well. That's my true. That's my true patron form. Is the god of excellent in parentheses segues uh, <laughs> smooth <laughs> a smooth segueer you all had met uh Biscali and Afrixis, a dragonkin and a triaxian who had uh been doing some patrols and you have befriended however there was some communications differences because she does not speak any language she speaks. Luckily, Dragontea, which is a thing now, uh, was Very able exciting. to happen to uh, speak tri- Triaxian, and that translation, ha- uh, that ability to speak, has now been transferred to uh, Pippa because she is their familiar. Uh, Dragontea is like a weird hybrid familiar dragonkin bonded creature to her now. Uh, and the way you had all acted made Scaly think that uh, you guys were all witches. There was no <gasps> fear in what? her voice. There was no concern. Uh, she just is asking if you're a witch. That's all. Yeah, I definitely look like a witch for mm-hmm. sure with my all my armor. <laughs> I'd like and- to point out that Bionni's pointing at Abraxas. <laughs> and nodding <laughs> enthusiastically. We don't, I don't know. Are you translating uh, in real time, Abby? Yes, I think, I think Pippa is translating in real time. Although, although I am thinking that she's just going to go ahead and cast comprehend languages on the three of you, because that is one of my spells. And uh, she definitely doesn't want to be the only person (laughs) talking to this like strange alien that they've just met. As she's like touching all of you and casting comprehend language, she's like, no, no, definitely. I mean, I know what it looks like, but I'm not taps Abraxas a witch. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. He's just glowering, (laughs) grinding his teeth. No. (laughs) Some of us are shy. And I pat Abraxas on the shoulder. Not their witchiness. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry for my uh, my misunderstanding. Because I see all of you and your giant, and she she waves to Mena. I thought was your your pet. <laughs> oh, um, I suppose I can understand why you might think. I mean, I'm not a giant. Let's squash that right now I'm not of the giant races at all unrelated I am simply magically enhanced also do do your people keep giant pets Manette kind of <laughs> frowns also because I she doesn't like the idea of keeping a sentient creature as a pet unless yeah. Oh, yeah. willing that was gonna be my follow-up question of like do you do your people often keep sapient creatures as pets oh right. yeah, yeah she's exactly like disturbed has, yeah that's yeah. Really harsh is abraxas getting all tense from the situation angel oh I, yeah he he is his he's grinding his teeth okay he has his eyes closed to do that kind of he <sighs> <sighs> starts to massage your shoulders <laughs> But Scully straightens up when you mention that and go, the Dragon Legion would never, never keep slaves. 
Uh, the Drakeland's army, though, they keep many. That's disturbing. They will even they will even enslave partners like my dragonkin here. Ooh. And I don't know if I introduced you. This is a Frixies. A Frixies standing on two legs, much like Dragontea, puts his arm like at his at his stomach and bows. Uh-huh. Oh, cute. <laughs> you hear in your heads, it is an honor. Ooh. Manette bows from the waist, because she's still on her one knee in the snow, by the way. <laughs> the <vet> stood up, <laughs> because it's, I feel like that's going to be a point of order from now on of, like, I'm going to have to go down on one knee to talk to most people. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I'm taking so full advantage of you having this oversized character now. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Why have you come to these lands? Manette glances back at the party. That is a question. <laughs> We're looking for things. Okay. <laughs> back that up, Bayani. <laughs> Manette like turns around like damage control, damage control, damage control. <laughs> we should cause she wants to tell him, like, don't just tell any old person. We kinda need to like sniff her out. Yes, sniff her uh, and make sure that like are these people okay with us looking around? Bionic exactly. just doesn't understand and he just goes, Yeah, like shelter towns. Like, we're on a mountain. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would particularly like some warm clothes. Yeah. I'm a bit nipply right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Are there settlements near here? The closest settlement is the area of Spurhorn, which is my home. Oh. Unfortunately, it's under siege, and you see this oh. tightness in her lips. By the uh, other force you mentioned? Yes, the the Drakelands army. The Drakelands is, is the land over this mountain range. I sucked through the siege and the, the other night to alert our allies of the attack and trying to rally support uh, enforcing the Skyfire mandate. And what is the Skyfire ah, mandate? Those are words. What ah. is that? She laughs a little and she's like, oh, that's right. You are not from around here. Uh, the Skyfire Mandate has been a long agreement between the Dragonkin and Triaxians to peacefully come together peacefully to defend the threat against the Drakelands. They, for generations, have seeked their destruction. The area of Spurhorn is one of the first lines of defense against the Drakes. Very hard to penetrate the area, but I fear they might actually do it this time. Thus, the reason why I had to sneak out to try to get some help. The Whitehorn? Area of Spurhorn. It's Spurhorn. Brexis brings out a, a notebook. He's Again, he's not as not as skilled as Buwan, but he's kind of taking up the quill, so to speak. He shows the page to Pippa, pointing at where it says the... You know, stuffed two-headed eagle, iron spur, and drinking horn, elephant tusk, Ooh. hand mirror, basically the uh, the items we need. The items. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> right. She starts looking at you all oddly because what would it be like if somebody was ta- if you were having a conversation with someone and they all of a sudden just got out a book and started talking among themselves? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Manette sees that out of the corner of her eye and because she's a diplomacy girl now, she's like, oh, uh, so you are seeking aid for your people, is what I'm understanding. We're seeking allies. I mean, we have the Skyfire mandate, but it's going to take several days for the the other Ares to get here. Uh, our hope is just to survive until that point. So, like, <clears throat> if we help, will you give me a coat? <laughs> I think we can manage. Oh, oh, is this weather uncomfortable for you? Ooh. I mean, look at all my exposed skin. Oh, I suppose so, yeah. that would be an issue. Uh, oh, hold, hold on. I mean, it will uh, be put, a shame to cover myself up. But. He put, uh, Brexel put his notebook away, uh, rub his hands together, and do a couple of motions, but then he reverses it because. It's like, oh, because he something doesn't feel right. The normal spells that he's used to casting. So instead of going like one hand in front of the other, he he reverses it mid course and he'll put again, um, he'll put his hand on your shoulder and you start getting filled with uh, a warmth and the hopefully the elements um, you seem to be able to 
endure them. Ooh, wink, ooh, wink. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> Haven't had to oh. use that one in quite a while. Ooh, it's all tingly. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have a question. Do you recognize this building behind me? And Manette gestures back at the hut. Oh, that's a good question. I have never seen anything so miraculous. You see her, she gets like these anime eyes because it's, at heart she is a soldier, but she is young and she is still experiencing the world, you know, with fresh eyes. And so, but the new is definitely like kind of, you can just see it kind of peeking through with a little bit of giddiness. (laughs) Pippa's looking in between like the hut, the dragon, the hut, like... (laughs) Our horrible, ugly hut that like runs around on chicken legs, and then the majestic <laughs> dragon. Right. Well, <laughs> we are mighty handy in a fight, and we do have our own mode of transportation. If you need allies, and we are in need of supplies, there is potentially coat. something, and a yes, supplies, and a coat. For Bayani, there is something we could potentially work out. What were you looking at in the book? Journal entries. We have a lot of connected threads in, amongst uh, our journeys have taken us far and wide, far too far and far too wide to really <laughs> summarize so easily. But I must say, we constantly find connections. Roll me a bluff check. Uh, I got a natural 20. Uh, I had already nice. pre-rolled it, so <laughs> as you were rolling, I was like, I'm going to roll too. So I rolled my, uh-huh. my natural 20 for a 25. The thing is, is I rolled a I'm natural really 20. I'm really bluffing. <laughs> That's true. Neither am I. Like, they're journal entries and nosy. Uh, well, the thing about sense motive is it picks up if there's something being held back as well. Oh, so it's sure, not just sure, about sure. Uh, that. So I have a hard time believing because with her 28 sense motive, because she rolled a natural 20 as well. Are you, are you holding something back? I would love to be able to bring more allies to help with the fight, but I also can't just have anyone who might be bringing harm to us. For all I know, you could be spies of the Drakelands. I do understand your concerns, miss. It's not easy when you're fighting against someone to find folks you can explicitly trust and we feel much the same as you we have our own fight and we can't simply trust anyone with the information that comes along I suppose she kind of Minette kind of cuts herself off and goes I do see a benefit of us sharing our information or our secrets perhaps to build trust but we did just meet (laughs) all of us uh, and it seems imprudent would you two excuse us for a moment while we confer uh sure so like we withdraw a little bit down the path look so the way I see it We have landed here, not on our actual planet. Our planet is over there somewhere. We have no allies. We have no idea what the situation is. I I do agree that there's some level of secrecy that we should maintain about the nature of our mission and who we're seeking. But I... uh, I don't know. We have no idea where any of these objects might be. I think that we should potentially ask her if she's heard of these things. And that was what Abraxas was showing me in the, in the journal. Oh, oh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, um, I have uh, documented here. Mm -hmm. uh, Let's see a uh, stuffed two headed Eagle. But what caught my attention is one of them is an iron spur and drinking horn. I, I don't know if they're related, but oh, again, any lead. Uh, elephant tusk mm. and a small hand mirror on top of a bear skin rug. 
I mean, eagles like Aries. <laughs> that is a surprisingly salient point. Uh, I do... <laughs> I am also loath to get involved in any kind of conflict on this scale as well. So I also understand if maybe we just want to go our own way and try to figure it out. But if she can get us there... I only want to see if we can move forward and see a bit more. That My only concern is, should we share it now and she prove to be untrustworthy? She may go back to warn someone. If those, you know, maybe somebody is keeping watch over those things and would secret them away. You know, I, I, I just... Hmm. Perhaps I'm being overly cautious, uh, and I will, of course, defer to the group. I think we should make a decision as to how much we say together, but... Do any of you have knowledge local? I I actually do. Roll me a knowledge local. (laughs) It's plus zero, but, you know. (laughs) Oh, hey, that was a nat 20. (laughs) Nice! (laughs) Excellent! Leonie, you kind of have this, like, curdle in your brain, and it's growing, and it's growing, and it's growing... And you realize you're on a different planet, and they might not even know who Baba Yaga is. Mm-hmm. I think Bayani, since Dustin, you said that he had this kernel, he's going to cut through all this kind of back and forth. And he just goes, "We, you know, we, this is like a new place. We don't have to play by their rules. We can play by our rules. It's just a list of trinkets. Just tell them that we're here to find some shit and leave. <laughs> Manette does air quotes. Just. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> she says her, sort of wryly. She's not being like snippy. She's just being oh, wry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hate to, I hate to say it, but I think Bayani's got a pretty good point. That's, Bayani, uh, how much do you, that begs the question. How much do you know about what we're doing right now? Uh, we're looking for a two-headed eagle. We're looking for a drinking horn. Okay, we need to have a a talk, don't we? (laughs) Well, I mean, this is honestly kind of perfect. Maybe we'll just let Bayani talk to her because he actually doesn't know anything more. (laughs) Oh, good point. There's nothing for Bayani to hold back. That's all he knows. (laughs) Very good point. We're just here on a shopping shopping mission, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We're we're just here to find those items and, you know, offer help to people who we think deserve it. Yeah, that sounds totally correct to me. Yeah. yeah. Heroes. <laughs> We're just here to do heroin. That's right. We're uh, definitely enemies of slavery and mm. oppression. Oh, yeah, slavery. No, Absolutely. Yeah. We hate those any things. any of us here stand for that sort of malarkey. Hell fucking no. So, and Absolutely then Bionic grabs the journal from Abraxas, and he's like, so can I just point at these things to her? Because I don't think she can read it. Oh, guess that's and i that's, can just be like look that's we, one we way want to do this it. this this and this like I mean, a menu at a like a kid that. pointing at a menu <laughs> trying uh-huh. to order yeah. i want the fries and, <laughs> and the chicken nuggets yeah. <laughs> abrax is gonna feel super self-conscious because i'm sure one side of it is uh buwan's like fancy script it's probably all the line <laughs> is, like, what did they say i think last time just grabbing the pencil <laughs> With a fist <laughs> carving, <laughs> carving it into the book, like Harold in the purple crayon, the way he draws with the yes, <laughs> sticking out the bottom of his fist. Well, Abraxas like and the purple crayon scroll. is the name yes. of this episode. Abraxas and the purple crayon. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think this is a good attention. plan. You know, just like be honest with her. Yeah, Bayani, how about would you mind kind of taking the lead and being honest <laughs> with her? <laughs> Yeah, no stealth. Excellent. He just starts walking over to Biscalion and uh, Afrixis as he's walking over. You know what? He's not walking. He's loping over like an animal. And he's waving <laughs> wildly the book in the air as he's calling out, Ay! Ay! So, oh, uh, and he <laughs> grinds to a halt in front of the two. And he just goes, okay, so we talked it over. And he puts the book in front of Biscalion's face, and he just goes, so we're looking for this? 
And then he points to the next item, looking for this. Points to the next item. This, I think, might be two in one, but if, you know, looking for this. <laughs> and, points it, and then this last one as well. I'm sorry, I can't read that. Oh, that's a shame. Well, it's well, like, you know, a flyy thing, but two heads. Well, you don't have to... Can you just tell me what the words are instead of explaining the words? Well, I, do you, I don't think you know what this is. Do you know what an eagle is? She goes, yes, of course. There are some in our area. What the fuck? You have eagles here on this planet? <laughs> I have to talk to everyone from now. Yeah. <laughs> well, just, my Ani's in charge of talking for the party, I think. You, you all like, see, you see, you kind of see a level of frustration on, uh, on her. Manette voice. is biting back laughter, to be honest. Like, she's totally not going to intervene Brax. right now. Brax is like, oh, welcome to our world. Because yeah. he's super disarming. You don't. Know, you never know what to it's, do with him. You don't know what you're, you want him like, shut the fuck up or, you know, slap his ass. Um, <laughs> and then every once in a while, he says something so pertinent. It's like, who are you? I really and do he's, think you're magically stupid. And he's super complimentary. So it's like, oh, well, this guy's cool. You know, it's, it, it, it's, I feel like Bayani's explaining the things the way I try to explain things. Just It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Can you please, uh, just, yeah, just tell me what they say. Oh, uh, so this one says two-headed eagle stuffed. This one says drinking horn with iron spur. That's the two combo. Maybe this is the two combo. Do you know what an elephant is? Because I want the tooth thing, the tusk. And this one's really common. A small hand mirror but it needs to be atop a bearskin rug. Do you know what a bear is? It's like me, but hairy and animal. Oh my god. After him talking, Bionni stands up straight and runs his fingers through his hair, not messing up his headgear piece, and just goes, ah. And he looks back and goes, I did it. And he does a thumbs up. (laughs) Pippa thumbs up back at him. Like, hell yeah, dude. (laughs) I think that went well. Yeah. Thanks for conveying that for us. Who needs diplomacy? We can just talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> With your limited understanding of the situation mm-hmm. in the first place. No diplomacy necessary. Yeah, because literally all. all he knows is that we want these items and he's here with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we definitely have each of these items. Um, the, the two-headed eagle actually itself. It's interesting you have that. Uh, Commander Faramal. Uh, or my commanding officer, he has such a creature. He values the life of those serving under him way more than than the birds. So maybe if you're able to help us, and we succeed in repelling the Drakeland forces, we may be able to convince him to uh, part with his treasured pet. Wait, he has a live bird. The yeah. bird's alive. Yes. Maybe okay. it means stuff like stuffed full of mousies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gorged. He overfed that, him. <laughs> that must be it. <laughs> uh, or stuff like, full of knowledge. Or <laughs> well, in that case, uh, Pippa sort of looks around for confirmation from the rest of the group. Like, we'd be happy to offer our assistance to help break your siege. You see, uh, like, this excited look. Okay. Well... Why don't we we get moving? Uh, are you going to be bringing your house wagon? Well, yeah, probably not a good idea to leave it behind. Yeah, unattended. Okay, mm-hmm. well, why don't you follow me? We will get as close as we can. We are unfortunately... Well, I'll have to show you. We got a dangerous trek ahead. Um, before she leaves, Bionni thrusts out his hand. Shake on the deal. And he <laughs> just assumes she knows what this is. He's just grinning. I'm assuming dwarfing her. As you're doing that, she actually lifts her leg like up like like a bent knee forward. Oh. And then you see her like raise her leg up to your hand. Oh, Bionni loves this. He instantly puts his hand down and lifts up a leg. Oh, that's right. They do the hokey pokey. Uh, You know, I've been trained for many things, but uh, meeting people who are not from our planet is not one of them. This is our greeting. And she takes your leg and her leg and they like tap to the side. Like it's kind of like a fist bump only with legs. That's their handshake. 
Oh, I was super tight. The deal is sealed. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. That's very Don't interesting. Go back on it. Anyway, so you all start getting in the hut, I'm guessing? I think Bionny's going to hang out on the porch with Manette now that he can endure the elements. Porch mm-hmm. bros. Roll oh, me yeah. a use magical device, Pippa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've all been getting nat 20s. 19. I rolled a I rolled a oh, 19, which is yeah. excellent because I need the I just need to roll higher than like a 15 to be able to operate the hut because I have awesome. a plus 15 use magic device. Damn. Heck yeah. I was use throwing all my points device. in there so that I can actually move the hut around without like having to like take 20 on it all the time. <laughs> and now <laughs> you have to awesome. move up some points into ride now too. Yep, I have to put points in ride now because like I fell off my dragon the last time I tried. <laughs> so <laughs> So you all start traveling. Uh, Manette, you notice the ride is much smoother than the last time. <laughs> she is relieved. She was like bracing herself for all the <laughs> rocking back and forth. <laughs> this is only my third time moving it. I think I'm getting the hang of it. You did a great job. Very smooth. <laughs> you follow Biscalian and Frixes as they lead you down the mountain. Your journey is pretty long and it's it takes the better course of a day to to navigate it um there's just some parts where the the terrain is a little awkward there's some random crevices is that you have to work around stuff like that as the sun begins to fall you see a phrixis land uh on a large cropping of rocks do you all you get out and you follow oh yeah absolutely uh pippa halts halts the hut and has it sort of like set down so that they can all Get down the stairs. Yeah, in fact, I would say Biscayli, uh has you kind of navigate between a behind a crop of trees, the, the mm-hmm. house. And uh, by the way, I just like it that I think Dragon Taya is perched on top of the house the entire trip. Yep, <laughs> I imagine so. She'll also probably fly down to gaze out over the outcropping now that she's a, a sentient being. She motions you over to see what she's seen. Biscayli looks out, says quietly. There is my home. There is the Dragon Legion's first line of defense, the area of Spurnhorn. You get a sense of pride when she talks about it. The Dragon Legion's area of Spurnhorn is indeed a magnificent sight. An imposing Ooh. fortress perched high atop a large rocky crag in the parapet mountains on the western edge. It is intimidatingly large, even at the six-mile distance from where you are. The fortress is indeed under siege by an army from the Drakelands. The Drakelands army outnumbers the defenders at least three to one. Looking over the canyon, you can tell the army is split into three separate encampments, each positioned about a third of a mile away from the port fortress. To the north, southwest, and southeast, aerial frost drakes crisscross the air all around the fortress, waiting for aerial attack. So, like, imagine Ministerius only probably three times bigger. Holy crap, that thing was already huge as it is. Yes. Cool. You live out up in the mountains with the... uh, Abraxas is totally the druid of the Kodar mountain range, of course, in Galarian, and spends the majority of his time, you know, we're not saving the planet, uh, traversing the hills, mountains... Uh, snow so this is basically really homey for him so he has the big wide eyes just taking everything in and you know getting a little homesick but also really excited that he's on a mountain range in a different planet he explored but he's like wow this this is so majestic my home has no entrance at the ground because we fly in only so, as you can see, that's, it makes the fortress very hard to penetrate. But I am really concerned they might actually do it this time. Do they not have aerial forces? They do, but we're, we're able to repel them. You know, it's, it's a lot harder to mobilize an aerial force than it is to mobilize a ground force. Even then, they're plotting to try to break in somehow, and we're not completely sure how they're going to do it. So, like, have you looked out of the encampments and decided which one the aerial forces are coming from? They all have aerial forces. Okay, so they all need to be disrupted. Yeah, you guys see literally probably thousands of drakes, frost drakes, in the sky. 
And you see some other stuff, too, that you don't quite identify, but the frost strikes you can identify. So you have no ground level entry points, because that would be the main concern. We do not have any ground level entry points. How about uh, invisibility disrupting magic, anything like that? That would be... That would be how I would choose to assail such a place. Both us and some of the Drakelins on the ground are able to detect and dispel invisibility. Uh, another interesting thing about us, that one of the things that keeps us protected is there is a teleport ward around our building. So if somebody tries to teleport, uh, they do not get That was going to be my next prudent. question. That's the next question. Ma- That's very prudent. Manek chuckles and says, oh, that was going to be my next question. So, And she's like going down a mental checklist, basically. Does that include um, dimensional magic? I unfortunately, I am not a being of magic. I don't know much more other than then. I just know that creatures cannot teleport into the fortress. I don't even know what happens to them if they do try, actually. Yeah, because tele- I think teleportation technically functions different than, like, um, dimension doors. So what I'm imagining is you would only have to get so close without, uh, you know, if, if you can get so close without being detected, you can D-door in, you know. But um, mm-hmm. that would be really dangerous for them to do. Yeah. When you get closer, you might be able to roll, or even if you get in, you might be able to figure out how it works. But uh, she just doesn't know. Uh, for sure. Do they have sure. trebuchets that can launch people into the area? Her chest puffs up and she goes, well, they could try, but they'd have to fight the the dragonkin since, uh, such as the Frixies here. Uh, and then there's the thousand uh, crossbowmen we have lined across the the, the top of the, the spur horn itself. Have they ever do that. tried to scale from ground level to scale up? I'm sure they have. The war with the Drakelins has been going on for thousands of years. And what happens is, or when the snow is not as bad, they come over here and try to attack us, and we defend them off. This year just is a little different. They brought one of the biggest armies that has ever come up against us, and, you know, I don't know what they're going to try. I'm sure over the times of this time, there's a lot of things they've tried. I just know they've never gotten through. Hmm, maybe something is happening on their end that has given them increased troop numbers. And that also begs the question, I I really do hate to bring this up. I know that I'm new here, so this may cause offense, but is there any possibility someone within this city would betray this city? We are very proud people. I would have a hard time believing that. But Mm. it doesn't mean it probably hasn't happened before. All things to consider. How do we get there? As you can see, getting across by ground is just not going to happen. Uh, There are too many armies, too many patrols to evade. And some of you, and she looks at Manette, might just stick out like a sore thumb. (laughs) We can't teleport... And I don't even have the ability to do that if that was an option. So realistically, the only option we have is to fly. Uh, We may need to hide your hut because I do not think we can bring it with us. (laughs) Yeah, Pippa's looking at all of the crags uh, and mountains that she would have to maneuver the hut over to get there. And No, yeah, I think hiding it here is fine. Do you have the ability to fly? Oh, sure. Abraxas yeah, tries to turn into an owl again, but he used his daily thing, so he's like, I'm not going to be able to change shit. I, I only have it like a certain times per day, and I already burned it this morning. Okay. Pippa's just like, oh, hang on. And she's she goes through uh, her bag, and she's like, like taking out various ones and going, no, no, not that one. Aha! No. Yeah, so Abraxas, <laughs> they probably have a huge rummage sale pile in front of them <laughs> nope uh-huh uh, nope you know pr- i'm picturing pippa and minette doing the math of like uh-huh. per charge per like, yeah we're literally like, could we uh, get across per charge on this <laughs> one yes, but it would be uh, with annoying. that spell yeah and there's also there's a chance we'd run out before we actually got there because mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. i mean i can fly now but then there's you all oh bayani here here you go look i hold on to he looks around to say, like, how can you hold stuff? Uh, he has a bag. Um, hey, uh, this is uh, called uh, bottled Yeti fur. 
that actually, uh, well, oh. the spell I have on you will last 24 hours. And honestly, I usually have it ready. It just, I haven't had to need to cast it in quite a while. But just in case we're ever separated, uh, this will help you against the cold. Uh, you just want to see me hairy. <laughs> 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 you know, people can want two things. Mm, mm-hmm, mm. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> now he's picturing you like with fur. Hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, if we don't have anything, then I think uh, asking Zorka is our only option, really. And you go, ah, what do you want? And she's like standing right behind you. I didn't know you left the hut ever. I, I do sometimes. God. I bet she likes to go on walks. Okay. I have to get supplies sometimes. Ah! <laughs> Do you just hear your name and you come out? Oh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> I was just seeing what you were all up to. Ah! Well, <laughs> we need to get across a huge chasm really fast. I mean, we could air walk for f- like four and a half hours, but that sounds like a pain in the butt. Minette gets like a light bulb moment. Did we miss anything? Did we check everywhere in the, you know, greenhousey zone? Well, well I noticed the, the there was some vials still in the in the one room. Oh. I don't recall going into the one room. That that's true. <laughs> I have the spices. Um that the room with the gross thing in oh god, that thing was so horrible. No, I, yeah, I know what she means. I know the what control she means. room. The oh. control room for the hut. Well, let's check those bad boys out. Uh, I guess Pippa would probably need to do like a spellcraft, or I could all I can do them, but mine is not as good as hers with Minette. I, I'm rolling a perception to see like if there's anything else we overlooked. That's going to be a twenty-three. I have a plus twelve to my perception. Do you want me to go yeah, check it out? Ooh. You should look. A perceptive boy. That was a thirty. All right. Don't know what you're looking for, but you do at the same time. So like he goes over and he's like, you, you go over Bionni and you see the, these flasks and they're all pretty colors. That's why you're drawn oh. to them. You see this interesting habit sitting on, on the, on a hook on a, the back of a like door. Like a nun's habit? Like a nun's habit. Yes. Oh my God. He puts it on immediately. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You, you just notice those two things and I'm now, now you're running around with a, a habit and looking at the pretty flasks. Pippa, look, it's Sister Bayani. <laughs> Here with the potions for all the younglings. Is it a earth habit? That, as in black with the little white? Oh my gosh. Uh, I ha- don't think it's black, I, but it does look like a nun's habit, oh. basically. And it's lined with like heavy fur, and the hood itself is leather. Oh. Pippa laughs. It was like, well, hello, Mother Superior. Oh. What else you got there? <laughs> I can sing a bit of nonsense. Nuns always make me think of nonsense. <laughs> oh my lord! Nonsense <laughs> is habit forming. Da 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 da. <laughs> so you realize that the uh, the the vials are actually an ointment, not a potion, and they are flying ointments, which will give you overland flight for nine hours, up oh. to nine hours. And uh, and there's four of those, and then you the habit is a habit of the winter explorer. Makes you immune to snow blindness, gains the ability to see through natural and magical fog, sleet, snow, and other similar (gasps) weather conditions with a range of 60 feet. (gasps) That's awesome. I don't get that (laughs) until 11th level. I mean, everything but the scene through the sleet. It also gives a plus four competence bonus to stealth checks made in cold weather. Nice. I'm picturing more of Confessor robes now with the whiteness. It's a winter explorer habit, and it also it also casts constant indoor elements. Oh, oh, nice! That's great. We don't need to get Bionni a coat now. He's got a habit. <laughs> Please call me Mother. Well, this thing is cooler too. It also gains a plus two in saving throws against magic cold effects and spells with the cold. Oh, See, is it candy. is it cool if Bionni keeps this? Oh, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely cool. Because <laughs> it's just it's tickling also, me that he, he has a nun's great. habit. <laughs> Right, because now it's just framing his face uh-huh. with his with his facial hair. He's just like his beautiful oh, stone face. Take a beauty shot. 
<laughs> and I am going to keep calling him Mother Superior. <laughs> he laughs every time. He loves it. <laughs> oh, Mother Superior, jump the gun. <laughs> Perfect. Wow, this thing is expensive. 14,000 gold. Ooh. Nice. It's a good item. Buy for free. You're getting into those uh, pricey, pricier level 10 plus items. Getting the pricey stuff. Oh my god, I really want fan art of Bayani wearing like a fur-lined nun's habit. Oh, oh yes, please. I can vanish <laughs> in cold weather once per day. Amazing. Okay, so Pippa brings all of the vials out to the ledge and goes like, all right, this uh, just so happens to be exactly what we need right at this moment. Also, I am ready to hear all of your confessions, my children. <laughs> I go, I think Baba Yaga used it to get around here because it's, as you can see, the hut can only go so far. Ah! I yes, prescribe 20 sense. lashes to you, Zorka. May you mm-hmm. suffer in blissful peace. <laughs> Are you hitting on me? Ah! Please seek repentance. <laughs> <laughs> to join in the Spurhan's defense, we must get past the army while also alerting the defenders to our approach so they don't shoot us. I should be able to negate that, though sometimes even the most stalwart defender has a twitchy crossbow. So what what say you, my friends? You ready to dive into battle? Can I fly on my dragon instead of using the ointment? I, yes. I, however, would recommend you using the ointment in case you fall off your dragon. I have Featherfall. Like, she'll catch me. So mm-hmm. we are actually going to do a little mini game here. Uh, so basically... Uh, the army is spread out in near, and is nearly impossible to get into Spurhorn, as you know, by ground. Uh, you know that teleportation works and invisibility may work in some situations, but not all. Th- this is a six-mile trek, it's, so it's going to be split into three two-mile legs. At the beginning of each leg, I will ask each of you what you are going to do in order to avoid or prepare for danger. Having no idea what's going to happen, just because it's kind of hard to do while you're off flying. You guys will have no idea what you will run into this journey, but you know it will be challenging. As uh, each of you let me know what you were doing, I will have you make a check of some sort. Depending on what your team score is will affect what happens on a leg of this journey. So you may skate through the entire area without a sketch, and knowing how some of you roll, that very well might happen. Uh, or you might bring an entire army against you. We shall see. And knowing how some of us roll, that might be what happens. Yes. The first leg of this journey, you begin to descend into the canyon, closing the gap. The, the dragon can using the natural thermal flows to guide their path. What are you doing to prepare for this leg? Uh, let's start with you, Angel. What do you? What would you do to do this? And this could be a skill check. It could be a spell. It oh. could be preparing a spell in case something happens. Um, well, you know, as you know, I mentioned earlier, Braxis's full title is a Braxis Hill Runner. You know, Druid of the Kodar Mountains. That's this is basically, even though it's not his home. You know, home home turf it's basically his home turf he he spends the majority of the times in these kinds of terrains so i am picturing him maybe using that knowledge to get as much advantage as possible just as the dragons know how to use the thermals as part of their flight mechanics he knows um you know, the different formations he he's familiar with navigating these areas so using that kind of knowledge to aid and guide the the party is such as oh you know these kind of rocks means there's going to be an opening here or uh careful here the uh, i don't know usually at this elevation the cold and the the you know the the thermals interact and can cause turbulence stuff like you know that kind of those kind of items is is what i'd like to do yeah, roll me a knowledge nature there. Ooh, that's a 40 altogether. Wow. I got a big Ooh, old okay. nature bonuses. That is a hell of a way to start. Okay, Pippa, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to, before we before we like take off, tap all of us, uh, especially the people who are like flying on their own. I'm going to tap them with a wand with the wand of invisibility. Roll me a spellcraft. That is a <laughs> 25. All right, nice. good roll there. I'm leaving the actual dragon pair so that we can like see them <laughs> uh, and be able to follow. Okay. 
and then also surprise attack anything that comes for him. Sounds good. Nice. That's a great move. Nice. Uh, what about you there, Bayani? Uh, Bayani would like to take point as much as possible, and if any attacks come his way, he'd like to blast them out of the sky with his air blast. Roll me an attack. 26. All right. Getting the same as Pippa there. And last but not least, Manette, what do you do? I just have this hilarious mm. picture of you like flying like an airplane with your arms out, but invisible. <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> stealth plane. So I'm kind of trying to cover Abraxas and Pippa as much as possible and like holding up my shield. Roll me a reflex. Okay. Well, I got a 31, so it it don't it nice. truly don't matter. <laughs> okay. So you all descend you keep up with uh Afrixes and Biscali as they travel through into the canyon using the thermals guide their path as much as possible. And as you all are paying attention or all you all looking around and watching what you do, you see in the distance a frost strike patrol swinging yeah. down towards you. Pascali and Afrixis pick up on this patrol as well, and you see them dive down into a thick thicket of of trees. And you guys follow in a line behind her. The frost drakes start weaving in and following you as well, and this becomes a chase. Manette, with your 31 in uh, defending the team, you knock one of the drakes into a tree, and it smashes up against it, exploding nice. the tree and, and killing the drake. Oh my god. Bayani, you at the same time do something similar. You blast one into a rock formation, and it basically just explodes because it's traveling down at such a high speed and did not see you there. And then Abraxas, you are invisible, and you use that chance to basically get on the fra- on the drake and kind of steer it down into the ground, and you just fly up just as you go. As you have evaded the first, the first patrol, you continue on. That means at this time that Manette and Bayani are no longer invisible, and neither is Abraxas. So just Peppa and, uh, and Dragon Taya are invisible. So you travel through the first leg of the journey without any other trouble. They seem to be the sole patrol for this area. You begin the second leg of your trip, flying into a large open valley. You would more than likely be sitting ducks, but you see a Frixies move to the nearby cloud cover, taking a second to evaluate their surroundings before motioning you to jump to the next cloud. You do see enemy towers built periodically in the valley monitoring for rear attacks. Tell me, what do you, each of you do to prepare for potential danger? Let's go with Bayani this time. Well, for traveling to the clouds, I know what Bayani would do. He begins to spin in the air like a tornado almost, but going horizontally. And what he's doing is he's letting the, his control of air out through his hands as he's spinning, and he's whipping the clouds around himself and Manette and Abraxas to give us a little bit more stealth. Uh, that was a natural 19, so 29, baby. Damn. Who says I can't stealth? Hell yeah. <laughs> Bayani is wrapping the clouds around all you, and I would say even a Frixies, he makes sure he gets caught in this, and you use it to kind of build bridges between each of the different clouds. Pippa, you are looking below. You see these humanoid figures at the bottom and they seem to be noticing the strange dimensions of the clouds and it has seemed to caught their eye. What do you do to break that up? Take out your gun and shoot them. And shoot them! Shoot them! <laughs> shoot them in the face. Uh, Pippa casts uh, ghost sound from below them to hopefully distract their attention downwards. Nice. Mm. Roll me a bluff. Bluff is what I do best, baby. <laughs> Actually, not really anymore. Casting spells is what I do best now, but I still bluff. I still bluff pretty good. I bluff. I bluff pretty good. Can I use a silver tongue? Sure. Ability. So that gives me an, an additional plus five. 
Oh, shit. That was bad. <laughs> uh <-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Well, that was a 17 on my blood check. I rolled a two, so the fact that I still Damn. got a 17 That's out of two good. is... I've got an excellent bluff check. <laughs> I just can't roll. <laughs> it does distract some of the, the priests. One of them, however, is still looking intently at the clouds. Manette, you're up. What are you going to do? So wait, I think I misunderstood. Are they on the ground? Yes, they're on the ground in the tower. Basically, a guard tower that are observing. Okay. Manette is going to switch to the Frost Thunder Hammer <gasps> and fly towards the ground at high speed and slam it into the ground to send the um, touch attack that it can do, the special touch attack oh. as the crackling bolt of ice thing that it does so it says once per day as a ranged touch attack the wielder of a frost thunder hammer can slam the weapon against the ground to release a crackling bolt of ice that shoots across the ground toward a single target up to 100 feet nice. away on a successful so hit the ice immediately freezes around the target trapping it within a 9 inch solid block of pale blue ice okay give me a fly check beautiful okay <laughs> I just think this would look so freaking epic if awesome. I can pull it off I do too Okay, I only got a 12 because I have a minus 5 to fly. <laughs> oh my god. I know, I need to put All right. to fly. Amazing. <laughs> you strike down, I imagine the effect is you don't want to reveal yourself to them. So you know, the imagine is try to go so fast when they're maybe all looking the other way to do that. You hit the ground and you do freeze one of them. But nice. the problem is, is the pro you did not account for when you're flying, it takes a little bit of time to turn around to and go back up one of the guards is looking your way abraxas how are you gonna keep this from getting any worse i am going to use one of my awesome druid domain powers i haven't used it in quite a while this is the sleet storm right it it blocks all sight even dark vision it causes Ooh. the ground to be icy i know it's already the winter but icier um folks have to move at half speed even just with a dc acrobatics of 10 so i am going to make this huge cylinder of a driving sleet so i invoke <laughs> my native element to blast at the the folks and also to provide some cover for manette well, roll me a spellcraft oh what 21 blow icy winds blow <sighs> <laughs> So, yes, you use that covers Manette's escape so she can get back in the clouds without being noticed. As you get back into the clouds, you notice that the priest that had been observing you this whole time starts to wave its hands and calls out to the other priest that had been distracted by the third priest that was frozen in ice. Uh, and it turns <laughs> its attention and you see them both casting as not one, but two Kusta demons appear in front of you mm, okay to attack the fantastic worlds podcast is a fantastic mm, worlds production uh, we hope you enjoyed the show and if you can't get enough of the fwp crew we recommend connecting with our fantastic community you can do so by joining the conversation on discord and reddit or following us on facebook twitter or instagram you can find links to access all of those on our website at fantasticworldspod.com Want even more FWP? We produce two other actual play podcasts, Far Beyond the Stars, our space opera featuring the Fly Free or Die Adventure Path, or you can listen to our Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Greatest Show on Earth, featuring Pathfinder 2 Extinction Curse Adventure Path. To find more about that podcast, join today at fantasticworlds.cash. I am Dustin Prime, Summoner of Demons. You can find me at Dustin Alexander <laughs> on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Abby. You can find me at Bonanza Famine, currently eyeballing these goat orangutan guys that are also flying. I don't care for them at all. <laughs> They're gigantic uh, humanoid bears with talons of an eagle, curling mm, ram horns sprouting from its head. I've never no, seen no. What are they called again? Kusta demons. Kusta demons. Kusta demons. That is not familiar to me. I hate them. So that's fun for next time. And uh, yeah. Uh, icy winds blow. Oh, uh, sorry. It's kind of the moment. Uh, this is Espinosa. Uh, Espinosa. This is Angel at Espinosa 916. That's what I meant to say. Uh, yeah. 
Hit me up. This is Jess. You can find me at Hank the Clank. And this is Logan. You can find Mother Superior at Main Man 08. (laughs) (laughs) The theme song was composed and played by Amy Hawkinson. Thank you, Sirenscape, for using your sound effects and music. If you enjoyed our show, do us a favor and help spread the words to friends and family you think may enjoy the show as well. Till next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Clang! The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission. Although I liked, I liked your caveat, Jess, that like, unless they're willing. Wink. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I've been a pet. Is it? <laughs> Not me, Manette. Manette has been a pet. <laughs> sure. <laughs> quote, unquote. Inverted <laughs> quote. Just kidding. <laughs> if, it's, if it's safe, sane, and consensual kink, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. Nope. We have to cut no that out. Shaming. We have to cut all no of that shamed. out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, no, that stayed in. 